0: and a leader in pelvic health. And we're gonna have some fun along the way. Join us as we rise together. We're Jesse and Nicole Cozine, founders of Pelvic Sanity Physical Therapy and the creators of the Pelvic PT Huddle. And this is Pelvic PT Rising.
1: Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Pell PT Rising podcast with Jesse and Nicole Kosin. Hey, Nicole. Hello. Well, we are in July. We have crossed over the halfway point of the year, and this is a time where we do a July reboot. And it's something that we do ourselves. We talk about it in our various mentorship groups. But, Nicole, I think this is a fantastic time to really just see how the year is going. Like, it's kind of crazy to think that 2023 is halfway done. that's actually insane to think about, but it is. And if we want things to be different between now and the end of the year, we're going to have to make some different choices. We're going to have to do things differently. And that starts with taking, as you always say, an introspective look and see how things are going.
0: Introspective look and then assess to address. You have to do this. So we make a pretty extensive yearly goal list, right? Towards the end of each year, we're ready to rock and roll with our 2023 goals or the next year's goals. And so, and this has been a a little bit of an interesting year because Clay was born at the end of December, 2022. Pop out Um, a
1: baby, check.
0: Check, check. On pace for that. So, but what that means though, is that right now we're at the halfway point, which means there's still a ton of time in the year to reroute or refocus on some of the goals that you might not be hitting. Now we do a pretty extensive goal planning session. Like I just mentioned, we have different aspects of our life that we have very specific measurable goals for. And then towards the end of the year, we're checking things off. We're assessing how many of the, you know, five of the, out of the seven things we hit three out of the seven things we hit, whatever it was. And so one of the, we'll just share this with you. We were just looking and doing our July reboot And we are doing the shittiest job in the wellness category. I think we had some pretty easy goals to hit, quite frankly. I mean things like low bars that we're just still like not hitting. Things like eat breakfast, eat a healthy breakfast. (laughs) you know, healthy breakfast every day, not happening. But, and then just having clay is not an excuse for that. We had it on our goal sheet. We should have done some things. So instead of just being like, I was just going to eat shitty for the rest of the year, no worries. That was a a goal that we didn't quite realize, you know, if if we're going to be challenged at all during that time, you know, clay's waking up early, we're getting up early. It's a little bit different than what we thought it was going to be, but we can still make changes and we can still, for this whole second half of the year, really focus on that. So we were just doing a really terrible job in our wellness category. I think we had zero, big goose egg of things that we're were on pace to hit versus some of the other areas, things like launch the accelerator program and, and things like that. Those were like freaking on point for pelvic PT rising some goals. So all this is to say is that this is a perfect time to assess and how well are you on pace to hit your 2023 goals? There's still a ton of time to still make sure that you can check off those things as done and as completed at towards the end. There's still time, folks.
1: There is. And this is, it requires us to reject perfectionism sometimes where you're right. We we're six months in, we have not done a lot of the things that we said. And I think sometimes our perfectionist tendency is like, well, shit, let's give up and uh, 2024 will be our year. Right. That's the whole like dieters phrase, too. Right. I'm going to start on Monday. New diet starts tomorrow or maybe next month. It doesn't really make sense to start that in like the middle of a week. Who can start a diet in the middle of the week? It has to start on a Monday. Right. And I know you guys have kind of been in there as well. So, but reject perfectionism. Let's get back on track. Let's review those things. The other thing is, this is a really good time to just see if all of the goals that you set at the beginning of the year, if you did that, or even the things that have been kind of in the back of your head of like, I should be doing these things. Are they still really goals? We had a couple of things. We look back on our list and we're like, oh, that was, and we did this. I think we talked about this in a podcast toward the beginning of the year as well, but like fake goals or goals that we are in this idealized world of ourselves that like just doesn't exist. Like, cool. I could put on there that I want to go running. I'm not going to go running. (laughs) <laughs> we actually had one person in in one of our accelerator groups tell a story about how she had run a mile for three thousand straight days. I think was it, which is incredibly. It's like ten years almost. That's incredibly impressive. And then I think my response was, "I have successfully not run a mile in three thousand days." So. <laughs> Whose feet is more impressive? I don't know. I'll leave it for you to judge. But are there goals in there that that weren't really goals or things that you can let go of? You know, man, I was gonna in my business post once a day on social media and that's not happening. It's like, well, is that not happening because you still really believe in it? Or is that not happening because it's really just not that important to you and we need to let go of that sense of guilt and then focus on goals that we actually give a shit about?
0: Yeah, I do that a lot with exercise. I think for a lot of the years before it was like, I'm gonna go to the gym four days a week and now or five days a week and now I'm like, uh if I can get outside and like walk for like thirty minutes, even that, even twenty minutes is like, is that twice a week? Is that that might be a more realistic goal for me at this point in my life. I love this one one patient that we had. I quote her all the time. She used to come in kind of late for a portion of her visits here. And she was like, this is just kind of who I am now, right now. She's right now. So this is just sort of who I am right now. And I feel like that's how I feel about exercise right now. It's like, well, this is just sort of who I am right now. Who am I kidding? Like, let's just make a realistic goal that's attainable for where I am now, not where I was 20 years ago. I'm not, don't need to be Uncle Rico. And like back in 82, I used to throw a pig skin a quarter mile.
1: Over the the mountains.
0: Over the mountains. It's like, no. No. For those of you who don't know what that is, it's a Napoleon Dynamite reference. Yes, I am that old. We just need to be realistic with ourselves, right? And that's, I always have a tendency to do that and have to catch myself on the exercise goal. And even then, I don't hit the stuff in the wellness category. And so you just have to refocus, redo it. And here we go for yes. the second half of the year.
1: So this is why we love this July reboot. And we can take a look at that kind of stuff. So even if you haven't done a big goals checklist, this is a good time to just check in. What? Do you want to be different at the end of this year? Because nothing is going to be different if we don't do something different, whether that's in business, whether that's in your personal life. This is a great reminder to review your financials. Half of the year is in the books. If you guys are business owners, where are we at? Because are you on pace for what you want to be making toward the end of the year? Are you exceeding that? And this is a really good time to be looking at that A because half of the years in the books. So it's pretty easy to do the math and just double what you made in the first half of the year. And that's hopefully pretty close to what you're making in the second half of the year. Or if you're thinking you're going to be growing, it's it's where that's in the books already. And the other piece is that you want to be getting ready for tax prep. And I know it's weird to be saying that you just had a tax deadline back in April, but you're going to want to be having conversations with your accountants to do end of your planning usually October, November, and having actual real numbers from the first six months is really important. So on the financial side, we always go back and we take a look at this.
0: This is if you're a business owner as well, and you are going to want to pay yourself, right? You want to start maybe that thing now is so instead of getting all the way to the end of November being like shoot it really would have been great to pay myself a higher salary for a various amount of reasons and then if you don't have that money for in the business to pay yourself then it then we have a problem right so it's earlier is better with these kinds of planning things especially if you're a business owner but even if you're not it's important to think about those types of things you're going to fund a 401k and what are you going to do
1: great and that is huge thing on financials nicole and it's, we always talk we have quarterly things, but this is a half year one. If you haven't looked at your finances or you're just kind of checking in your bank account, just being sure like there's still something in there, right? This is a good time to actually go back, reconcile and figure out what's going on with your financial situation. Another area we have people take a look at in our groups is their lifestyle. And we talked about some of the personal goals. Where is your work-life balance? Check in with yourself. How am I feeling? Am I feeling a little bit burned out? Am I feeling some stress in the business? Again, if you're a business owner, how am I doing with my interpersonal relationships at work? If you're working for someone else and we had a whole podcast about taking that vacation. This is a great reminder to set up the rest of your year. So if you need some time off, take some time off. If you're a business owner and you want to be working different hours, block those on the schedule. Like this is the time you might have to do that six or eight weeks ahead, depending on how far out you're booking. But if you don't want to be working evenings anymore, that's not working for you. Block your schedule. We played around, Nicole, with your schedule for a long time before long time. figuring out what we really enjoyed most.
0: I feel like we must have played around with it for a good, 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 like six to eight months. We took a better part of a year even to really figure out, do I like Fridays off? Do I like treating on Mondays? Do I want to be done by four? Do I want to go in er- later and stay later? Like, what do I want to be doing? And we you, and you have to trial that for a while to see there was at one point when I was like, we I treated every other week for a while. I was on the first and the third week of the month and just completely blocked my schedule for other admin stuff the second and the fourth week. I didn't end up liking that, you know? And so we just flipped it around. So just know that you can totally change your schedule. This is also a great time for if you're an employee and you don't like the schedule that you're working, your employer needs time to be able to process that information and to potentially help you to make a change. So it's super annoying if you get to the end of the year and you're you go to your boss and you're like, "Hey, can I change for 2024?" and you're like, you know, that's in December. It's like that's the answer is no <laughs> because like we need time to process that. You need if your patients are booking out like There's just like a lot of stuff. So this is a time that if you're going to make a big ask of your employer to change your schedule, to go move down from 40 to 32 weeks or to 32 hours or something like that, you need to have time to process that and see if that's going to work for your employer.
1: Absolutely. So be thinking about those lifestyle questions, those work-life balance, the vacations, the hours you're working, all of that stuff. And then the third thing we're going to have you guys think about is just refocusing on the big picture. And a lot of times, whether you work for someone else or you own your own practice, you can get into the weeds of the day-to-day. This is the reminder to step back, to take that 10,000-foot view and see where you are on some things. And a lot of times, yeah, I know, Nicole, like we've done this quite a bit, is you just get hyper-focused on the day-to-day running of things, all of the things that are urgent but not important. And this is a great reminder. This is why we set this up this entire month, actually, in our mentorship groups to be doing a July reboot. What's working? What's not? Let's pull our head out of the page in front of us and actually think about what's going to really move the needle in our business. I so- thought you were going
0: to say, P- take your pull our head out of our ass. That too
1: explicit warning on the podcast <laughs> we we're trying to make it through this one without an e on it but uh, no such luck guys no such luck so but
0: you know you know what I'm saying right Nicole yeah absolutely I mean I feel like again it's just a good time to do this we really need to be taking a look at who do we want to be like how do we want to live our lives how do we want to run our businesses how what kind of an employee do I want to be it's just a really good time to to think about because you have' a, just you know, just like you're asking, you know, on a bladder diary or something like that, you're asking your patient, I asked my patients to do it for the previous days too. So you could actually see, cause again, actions speak louder than words, actions speak louder than goals written down on a sheet. So what have you been doing? And then taking a look at moving forward. Now, what are the changes that you're going to make to do that? Right? So like, like I said, clinically, you know, if I'm asking somebody to do a food, bladder, and bowel diary, I want them to think about what happened the last two days as well. So they can't cheat. That is what they were doing. Then we do moving forward and then we analyze the whole thing. So it's what were you doing the first half of the year? And then thinking about what do you want to be? What goals did you have set? And then reconciling those two things with the realistic look to see how we can make the maximum amount of change for the better for the rest of 2023.
1: This is also something for you guys just as clinicians. This is a great time to evaluate. What con ed courses do I want to take coming up? Is there a weakness in my clinical practice? Do I need to seek out mentorship? Do I need to sign up for a course? Do I need to start seeing what's local in my area or make sure I'm registering for stuff online? Pelvicon, we're going to have some news about the recordings for that being able to come out is that something that you're going to be really interested in to see the breadth of our field and learn from some of the leaders in the field right figure out what again clinically is going to make you different at the end of this year as well because just getting another six months of experience doesn't mean a whole lot if that's not really accompanied by an introspective look by changing who you are as a clinician continuing to improve being that lifelong learner This is a great time to reevaluate that as well.
0: And if you're thinking about maybe making a a change, if you're thinking about starting a business, right, you need to start thinking about what that's going to look like for January. If you are an employee and you are going to change jobs, it's a really good time to see like, do some research and figure it out. Because I'll tell you that it's some place like Public sanity is always hiring but it is a little bit more difficult to hire around the holidays. It just is. There's a lots of people taking time off. There's your focus is just like not a hundred percent there just with all of the holiday stuff that we all know we can get wrapped up in. So fall is like a really great time to do that. We are hiring, by the way, at Public sanity, and it's just a really good time to like take a look at what you're doing is this the right time? Am I unhappy at my job for the job reasons or am I unhappy for other personal reasons? And you can sort of make big strides to fix some of those things.
1: So, I hope this is a little bit of a kick in the pants, a little bit of a call to action, but let's take a little bit of time. And sometimes this is actually something that you can block off in your schedule. Some of our people will take a three day weekend. Again, you can go and do this as a staycation. You can do this by going somewhere where you can actually have some time to sit and actually think. And some people will just actually block a little bit of time, like take some time on a Friday block out a couple of hours to just maybe sit somewhere quiet with a pad of paper and think about how things are going. I think in this kind of frenetic fast paced social media world of ours. We don't really give ourselves a lot of time to really sit down and think about where we are, where we want to go. And all of a sudden we blink and it's six months later and we're still doing the same kind of things. So that's that. And please ask us about whether we are eating healthy breakfast <laughs> We need some accountability, clearly, but that is on our goals. That's something we're changing for the rest of the year. That's our commitment right here, right now on this podcast.
0: Totally. And we were, I was thinking about that even more. And I made myself even more mad when I looked at it because I remember the missing piece for bowel stuff. Or what, what was the missing piece for?
1: Yeah, it was for constipation, con- it was getting back to right. all of the basics. basics. And then as you were saying them, I was like, nope, chew, nope, nope,
0: <laughs> drink chew. water. Damn it. Take, Take magnesium. magnesium I was like
1: oh like for five. It's like amazing you're so even bad. you Fubay. do have a squatty potty.
0: I do have a squatty potty. I do.
1: Guys, I thought that used to be so dumb and now when we travel I really miss it.
0: Yeah, man. We should get one of those travel ones. We don't do that. Sometimes I turn over the trash can.
1: Oh, that's good. sometimes I get up my
0: toes. It's a little no, easier no, for me No, 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 not on your toes. what are supposed to be flat. What? Oh my gosh, yes. Oh my gosh, she's looking at me like I've never told him this before. When have you ever critiqued
1: my pooping posture before? I
0: Thank God I don't have to look at you doing it. That's but... what I'm saying. <laughs> flat.
1: Why would I know that? Being flat. Guys, oh. we need more Instagram education out there on flat feet. Because if I didn't know this, no one knows this. True. I follow everyone. My entire Instagram feed is people telling me all things about pelvic floor health, and I have never heard this one before. So, If
0: you have a post on it, tag Jesse. We're going to screw up his Instagram feed real fast with the algorithm. This guy must be really interested in proper pooping
1: posture. Absolutely. (laughs) Well, guys, I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope this serves as a little bit of a call to action. If there is something that you would like a little bit of accountability on or something you're going to refocus on for the second half of this year, shoot Nicole a DM, let us know. We'd love to hear from you guys. We always want to keep this conversation going.
0: And let's continue to rise.